Hey everyone, Josh Case here, your online campus pastor here at Calvary Christian Center. Welcome to our podcast. May today's message bring healing, hope, and ultimately transformation. Hope you enjoy today's message. Of more than enough in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. You know, I've been preaching and teaching the word for a long time, but I think I'm hungrier for Jesus this year than I've ever been. Can I find somebody who's hungry with me? You know, there's a song we sing and it goes like this. Show me your face, Lord. Show me your face. Then gird up my legs that I might stand in this holy place. Show me your face, show me your face, Lord, your power and grace. I could make it to the end, let's take it up one time, if I could just see your face. Somebody that wants to see him this year, stand and sing with me. Show me your face, Lord. Show me your face. Come on, everybody, worship. Then gird up my legs that I might stand in this holy place. Somebody say. power and grace, your power and grace, I could make it to the end, I could make it to the end, if I could just see your face, let's sing it again, everybody step up your hands and say show me your face, Lord in 2023, do it Jesus,
see your face. Come on. We're going to know you. We're going to worship you. How many of you believe in Jesus' name that the camels are coming? I need somebody that was here last week. I said, how many of you believe that the camels are coming this year? I better ask you one more time. I said, who knows that the camels are coming with everything we But I believe that the camels are coming realistically and truthfully for those of us who have put God in his right position. I want him to be first this year. How many of you want God to be first at the top of your list? So I'm ready to preach today. Who's ready for the word? All right, we're looking at Deuteronomy 26. It says, and it shall be when you come into the land which the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance. Who's ready for some inheritance this year? and you possess it and dwell in it, that you shall take some of the first of all the produce of the ground. This is why we do first fruits every year, which you shall bring from your land, the Lord your God has given you, and put it in a basket, and go into the place where the Lord your God chooses to make his name abide. And you shall go to the one who is the priest in those days, and say to him, I declare today to the Lord your God that I have come to this country which the Lord swore to our fathers to give us. Then the priest shall take the basket, and I'm going to do that next week, out of your hand and set it down before the altar of the Lord your God. And you shall answer and say before the Lord your God, My father was a Syrian about to perish, and he went down to Egypt and dwelt there few in number. And there he became a great nation, mighty and populous. But the Egyptians mistreated us and afflicted us and laid hard bondage on us. Then we cried out to the Lord God of our fathers. And the Lord heard our voice and looked on our affliction and our labor and our oppression. So the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand and with an outstretched arm. Did he bring anybody out with a mighty hand? Come on. And an outstretched arm. Hallelujah. With great terror and signs and wonders, he brought us to this place and has given us this land, a land flowing with milk and honey. And now behold, I have brought the first fruits to the land which you, O Lord, have given me. Then you shall set it before the Lord your God and worship before the Lord your God. So you shall rejoice in every good thing. Do that right now. Rejoice in every good thing. Come on, do you have any good things to rejoice over? That the Lord has God has given you in your house you the Levite and the stranger who is coming to you and then Matthew 6 33 says seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness or the, and, and all these things shall be added unto you somebody say seek 
I want to preach for the next few minutes along these lines, first choice. How many of you want Jesus to be your first choice this year? Come on. Father, we slip up our hands. We invite you in to lead us and guide us as we teach your word. We love you, Lord. Somebody that loves him, give him the ovation of the morning. Come on. All right, you can be seated. Is there anybody here today that you've made up in your mind that Jesus and his kingdom are going to be first choice in your life? If that's you, make a little noise. Let me hear from you. One of the greatest realities about humanity is this. It's the fact that we are made in the image and likeness of God. Some of y'all have been in a quandary because you've been trying to figure out what God looks like. Well, I'm going to tell you what he looks like. He looks like me. Come on now. He looks like you. We are made in his image. And one of the things you must understand about God is this. God is sovereign. That means he's free to choose. That means he chooses. That means he has his own self-will. So it makes sense then that, that if we are made in his image, that a sovereign God is going to make a sovereign man. That's why the Bible said, choose you this day whom you will serve. And I want my choice, the first of this year and all through this year, my first choice is going to be the Lord and his kingdom. Because the Bible said, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. But see, in our Western culture, sometimes we get it bent because we want to get all these things together and add God to it. But God said, no, you need to flip the script. And he said, if you put me first, everything else that you need will be added unto you. I wonder if there is anyone in the room today that believes that God is going to provide everything that you need in 2023 as you put Jesus first. Now, I want to talk just a little bit more about where we are on God's timeline. Then I'm going to do a quick uh, just teaching through first fruits, but I felt this in my spirit that I needed to really cover some more about where we are on God's timeline. God's timeline is the Hebrew timeline. We operate on the Greek calendar, and on the Greek calendar, we're in the year 2023, but on God's timeline, we're in the year 5783. And I always try to get our church in line with God's calendar. Now, one thing you gotta know about Hebrew letters and numbers is that they are alphanumeric. What does that mean, Apostle? That means that they don't have a separate set of symbols for uh, their letters and their numbers. They give their letters a numeric value. It would be like if we took the letter A and gave it the numeric value of 1, B, 2, 3, uh, uh, would be C. So their numbers are alphanumeric. And the letter Gamal, remember Gamal means camel, and the letter Gamal actually makes the, the G sound and the C sound in English. But not only are their letters alphanumeric, they are also hieroglyphic. That means they're pictorial. That means they look like something. And there are so many ways that God speaks. And I believe that God speaks through numbers. He speaks in ways that are higher than we can imagine. But when he speaks through numbers, it's very powerful. Now, that means if they're hieroglyphic, as I said, that means they look like something. And so 
Gamal or camel, Gamal is a doozy. Gamal actually, bring it up in the back. It looks like a man taking a step. This side, this is the, this is the more modern translation or the more modern picture of the Gamal. This is the ancient picture of a male, uh, of Gamal. But what it looks like is a man taking a step. It looks like a man who is walking and taking a step. I wonder if there's anybody in this room today that you're going to step out by faith and you're going to take some steps and believe that God is going to honor you as you walk by faith. Come on, I'm looking for some people who are ready to walk by faith and not by sight. Come on. Now, now I've told you before, this is not a magic formula, but the symbolism here is that this man is putting his foot down. And I don't know about you, but I'm ready to put my foot down about some things this year. I'm putting my foot down. It's an idiom that put, to put your foot down is an idiom that means I am using my authority to stop something from happening and to claim what I do not have. I don't know about you, but I am ready to put my foot down about some issues in my life. I'm ready to put my foot down about some attacks of the enemy. I don't know who I'm talking to, but this year in Jesus' name, we are going to be empowered to put our foot down. Is there anybody here ready to put your foot down? Come on. I got about 25 of you. I said, is there anybody ready to put your foot down? Have, have you made up your mind about some things? I am declaring in faith. Remember, this is not a magic formula. This is a faith formula. I'm declaring that this year is going to be a different year altogether. We don't allow the enemy to operate unchecked in our lives. We don't allow him to wreak havoc in our mind. We don't allow him to sow fear and doubt and unbelief over us. But in the name of Jesus, we put our foot down. Some of y'all need to put your foot down about your rebellious children and say, child, you are going to serve the Lord. We put our foot down about the turmoil that he's trying to sow in our home. We put our foot down about compromise. I'm telling you, I'm putting my foot down this year. Okay, here's what you got to know. I'm going to preach harder. I'm going to preach with more love. I'm going to preach with more power because I'm putting my foot down. I've heard, I've heard notable preachers just this last two weeks. If I said both of their names, you would know them. But the Bible said even the very elect would be drawn away and seduced in the last days. And I heard one man talking, and he is so well known, and he pastors a huge church. He said, we have to preach a different gospel to this generation. He said, we can't tell them uh, that they can't be sexually active. We've got to preach a different gospel. But let me tell you something, baby. I am putting my foot down, and I'm going to preach the B-I-B-L-E. I don't care who compromises. I don't care who waters it down. I don't care who tries to be popular. I'm putting my foot down because when we preach the word, there is deliverance in the mighty name of Jesus. 
This ain't where I'm going. But I'm telling you, it is time for preachers to preach and put their foot down. Because when we don't preach holiness and righteousness, we are offering them a weak Christ. But I'm telling you, the Christ that I serve is not weak. He will reach down wherever you are and he will say, I'm putting my foot down. How many of you want to join me this year? Let's put our foot down. We're not going to have another gospel here. We're putting our foot down. We're going to love everybody. Tell everybody in your neighborhood, put your foot down. This year, here's what I'm saying. This year when we put our foot down, we don't lose ground, we take it. So how many of you want to take ground with the apostle this year? Come on. How many of you want to take ground with your family? You want to take ground in your faith. So, so understand this. Bring that back up. This symbolizes I'm putting my foot down. I'm making a journey. I'm letting the enemy know I'm not playing this year. Mm. But then, this is the ancient Gamil. This was, this was before 1000 BC. So what it looks like, not only does it look like a foot, this part foot look, looks like a foot, Hebrew rabbis tell us, but it looks like a foot that is running. So this year, the symbolism is powerful because Hebrew, uh, Hebrew scholars tell us that this symbolizes a man's foot, but he's on the move and he's not walking He's running. I said, he's running. Is there anybody that wants to run into the things of God this year? How many of y'all wanna run into revival? You wanna run into breakthrough? Come on, you wanna run into the enemy's camp and take back everything he stole from you. I'm looking for some runners. Anybody ready to run in the house? Come on. Some of y'all say, Apostle, I don't run. I, I, I never, I don't do that. I don't jog, run. If, if I'm running, somebody's chasing me. Come on, somebody. But I'm talking about running into the things of God. We're going to run into his power. We're going to run. If, you, if you're struggling, we're going to run into his grace. We're going to run into worship. We're going to run into praise. We're going to run into power. I've come to let the enemy know that this year I want to be a part of a running church. I want to be a part of a church where we are taking ground for Jesus. I want to be a part of a people that knows what it is to let the enemy know that we are not stagnant, we are not stationary, but we are running in 2023. Make a little noise if you're ready to run with me. Come on, NSB, I know you're with us today. Are you ready to run, NSB? Come on, NSB and Orman, give God a praise if you're ready to run this year. Now, the Bible said in Habakkuk 2.2, write the vision down and make it plain so that the runner can run with it. I'm looking for runners. I'm looking for people who are ready to run into victory and run into breakthrough. Now, I, want to, I don't want you to miss this. This year, we're putting our foot down. I believe this year in Jesus' name, 
God's about to accelerate some things. Y'all, if I could tell y'all some things that would blow your mind that God is doing in this ministry that's going to transform things here in the next, in, in the next season. I, 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 it's like the camels are coming and I'm, I see them out there. It's like, man, they're in the distance, but this year they're coming in and things are accelerating this year. I don't know who I'm talking to, but I hear the Lord say, just declare this. God's getting ready to accelerate some things in your life. Who's ready for there to be a divine acceleration for you? Things that you have waited for. Uh. Now, watch this. The word gamel is derived from the word gamul, which means recompense, reward, or justified repayment. Recompense or reward or justified repayment. Now, that's the first part of the understanding of this word. It can all, in full disclosure, it can imply the negative, and I'll talk about that later. But as your faith is, so be it unto you. And one of the things that we want the enemy to know is that this is a year of recompense, this is a year of reward, and this is a year of justified divine repayment. In other words, this is a year of divine payback. I am declaring, y'all, I feel like preaching. I am declaring that this year the devil is going to have to pay back seven times everything that he stole. I am declaring that this is a year of divine recompense for the church of the living God that we are going to rise. How many of you are ready for a year of divine payback? And I'm not claiming double. I'm claiming seven times according to the word of God. That means for every night of sleep I lost, I'm getting seven nights of sleep. That means for every dollar that I lost, I'm getting seven dollars back. That means for every time I, oh, come on, who's ready for divine recompense? Tell your neighbor, say neighbor, it is time for divine payback. Now I need somebody to praise him like you believe it. I need somebody who's been in a fist fight the last three years, give God a praise for divine recompense. But it will only happen for those who are willing to put their foot down. Come on somebody, now. Recompense, divine payback. Who's got faith and you can get there with apostle, come on. The issues, the circumstances, and enemies of your purpose and blessings that have kept you upset. The Lord told me to tell you the enemy does not get off scot-free. Somebody raise your hands, I wanna declare this. As you put God first in 2023, this will be a year of recompense, reward, and divine justified repayment. 
Come on, some of y'all. Man, I, I can't speak for everybody, but I can speak for me. 2020, the devil tried to kill me. He tried to wake me want to quit. 2021, I fought with everything I had within me. There were days I stood up to preach that I didn't feel like preaching. There were days when I said, what in the world is going on? But let me tell you, devil, you should have killed me when you had the chance because I'm stepping into 2023. And three is the number of resurrection, death, burial, and resurrection. And there are some things you thought were dead, but in 2023, it's coming back to life. Somebody's purpose is coming back to life. Somebody's next level is coming back to life. Mm. Y'all, I need to hurry, but I gotta stay right there. I'm looking for some moms and dads that are ready for divine payback. I'm looking for some young people that are ready for divine payback. You remember what I said in 2020? Our revenge will be revival. <laughs> now, somebody give God praise right now. Come on. You remember the story of David when they came, the Amalekites, one of the mites, come on, came and took everything from him. And the Lord said to David in 1 Samuel 30, pursue and overtake and without fail, recover all. And then if you study the story, David recovered all. But then he got back more than what he lost, and he called it the spoil. So tell everybody in your neighborhood, say, I'm getting it all back. Holler at them like you holler at your children when they get on your last nerve. Say, I'm getting it all back, and then some. Oh, glory to God, yes I am, yes I am. Now, let me, let me give full disclosure as it relates to the gamal or the gamal. The root word for the Hebrew word gamal can also mean the giving of judgment or punishment. It speaks of choosing. Any, any rabbi that I have studied, any Hebrew scholar that I have studied, they say that this is a year of choosing. You will choose the path that you take. You will, you will choose right or you will choose wrong. You will choose blessings, or you will choose cursings. You will choose fear, or you will choose faith. You will choose Satan, or you will choose the Savior. You will choose sorrow, or you will choose joy. You will choose defeat, or you will choose victory. So I say, God, since you are giving me a choice, I choose to believe that you want the very best for my life and my steps are ordered of the Lord. Somebody who's gonna choose the ways of God, give him a praise right now. The things of God, the mind of God, the plan of God, the purpose of God, the promise of God, the path of God, the process of God. Lord, I'm choosing you. Ha. Since I have a choice, 
Deuteronomy 13, 30, 19 says, today I've given you a choice between life and death, blessings and curses. Let me hear from the people who are choosing blessings this year. I said, let me hear from somebody who's made up in your mind you are choosing blessings this year. Now I call heaven and earth to be witnesses the choice of the choice you make. Oh, that you would choose life so you and your descendants may live. So I need to let the devil know I'm not just choosing joy for me or, and I'm not just choosing life for me. I'm choosing it for my children. How many of you are going to choose life for your daughter, your granddaughter, your grandson? So this is a year of choosing. It's a year, precious, putting your foot down, making up your mind that the things the enemy used to use against you that worked on you are not going to work on you anymore. Come on, somebody, that you're choosing to trust the Lord. You're putting your foot down, but you're also running. God, what do you have for me? Now, this whole understanding of the letter Gamil and the root Gamal, it tells us that this year, many people are going to be in a valley of decision. And I can only tell you as your apostle, that it is very, very important that you choose the things of God this year. That you choose to honor God this year. That you choose to be faithful to God this year. The reality of it all is this, that God always has given his people a choice. And even this sacred season, and next Sunday being sacred Sunday, it is a Sunday of choosing. This season represents choosing. If you give in first fruits, if you put God first, God said, I'm giving you an opportunity, but you have to make the choice. Now, the Lord said in Deuteronomy 1 2, He said, You shall take some of the first fruits. Somebody say, First. First fruits of all the produce of the ground. He said, I want an offering brought to me at the beginning of the year. And I don't want just any old offering. I want first. Now the word first there means the first, the chief, and the choice part. He said, I want you to bring me mine before you bring anybody anything. He said, put me first. He said, I've always been and I always will be. I'm not going to fit on your list. I won't be three, four, five, six, seven, eight, or nine. He said, you put me first or you don't even put me on the list. He said, but if you honor me first, I'll bless you. Now, what is powerful about this, the Jews would bring an offering of seven crops total. But two of the crops that they brought that were already in the barn were the wheat and the barley. 
So they would bring that offering based on what God had already provided. And the priest, this is called the offering of the twin loaves. The priest would take the twin loaves and he would come into the presence of the Lord and he would wave the wheat loaf and he would wave the barley loaf before the Lord. And this loaf represented what God had already done. And this loaf represented what God was able to do. So I dare somebody right now, stop a minute and praise him for what he's already done. I said praise him for every mountain he brought you over. Praise him for every trial that he's seen you through. Praise him for every blessing. Don't you praise him, he ain't done nothing for you. You just sit there, he didn't make a way for you. You let your neighbor praise him, he didn't open any. No, I need somebody that can say, God, I don't wanna miss a chance to say thank you for what you've already done. But that offering of the twin loaves, precious, it also was a symbol. God, I'm gonna praise you for what you're gonna do. So I dare somebody right now, praise him for what he's gonna do in 2023. Put it together, come on, come on. Revival in 2023, breakthrough, healing, joy, peace. Hallelujah. Now, they would bring the two and they would present that to the Lord based on what they already had. But then they brought an unripened offering from each of the five crops, believing in faith for what was to come. See, that's why first fruits is different than tithe. You tithe based on what you've already got. Come on now. But first fruits is you saying, I don't even have it yet. It's not even in the barn yet, but I'm gonna praise you because I know if you did this, you'll certainly do that. The offering was an offering that acknowledged God for blessing them in the season that they were in, but it was also an offering when they brought the five green fruits and, and, and the five that they got from out of the fields, when they brought that produce to the Lord, it was an offering in faith for the blessings that were to come. The Jews were so radical that they believed that God was the source of every blessing in their life and he would never run out of blessings. Bring that up, I know I got out of place a little bit. The Jewish people believed that God was the source of every blessing in their lives and he would never run out of blessings. I need somebody, well we're not there on the screen, I know that I'm one ahead, there, there, can, can you help me get there? First of all, let me, the Jewish people, there it is believe that God was the source of every blessing in their lives and he would never run out of blessings. So here's my question to you. 
Do you believe that God is through blessing you? If you don't believe that God is through blessing you, give him a praise right now. Come on. If you don't believe he's run out of salvation, if you don't believe he's run out of power, if you don't believe he's run out of revival, if you don't believe he's run out of, come on, give him praise that he never runs out of blessings. So they brought the offering of seven crops, different crops. And watch this. Seven is the number of rest in the Bible. It's a number of completion and it's a number of rest. So I declare that this year, as we bring our first fruits to the Lord, that we are going to have rest, that we're not gonna be stressed out in 2023 Tell everybody in your neighborhood, say, we're going to stress less. Yeah, it's going to be a year of peace. I'm not going to get swallowed up by drama. I'm not going to get swallowed up by drama. I'm not going to get swallowed up by drama. I'm not going to get swallowed up by drama. Some of y'all have, have FB or what would be FD. You know what that is? That's Facebook drama. I'm not going to have Facebook drama. If you're saying no to FD, give God a praise right now. If you want to holler and carry on that crazy and, and, and just be a troll that scrolls trying to, no, that, that ain't me. I'm going to be joyful this year. I'm going to post a lot of smiley faces and hearts this year. Come on, somebody. I'm not going to, listen, and I'm saying no to OPD, and you know what that is? That's other people's drama. Come on, somebody. Some of the drama you had in 2022, you didn't even get to produce it. So somebody give God praise that you're saying no to drama. You're walking in peace. But it also represents completion. How many of you are ready for some things that you've been facing to be over in 2023? Now, let me move quickly. I discovered this revelation, don't miss this, on first fruits at a time when I was so trusting the Lord many years ago. And I was in Israel and I went to a place called the Temple Institute and I saw this book, you remember babe? Written by a Hebrew rabbi and it was a revelation of first fruits. And he didn't even know that there was a saved, sanctified, Jesus-believing, Holy Ghost-filled preacher that would read it and have his life turned right side up for the Lord. And it gave me such revelation. And I began to look at the process that the people went through when they brought their first fruits to the Lord. Now, the Romans actually outlawed first fruits. The Romans who were controlling Israel in the time of Jesus outlawed first fruits because they didn't want anything or anyone to come before Rome. So when people would bring first fruits to the Lord, they would carry it on top of their head. The worshipers carried their first fruits offering on top of their head. 
And what they would do is they would come in by night or they would sneak around the roadblocks or they would go out of their way because when they carried that on top of their head, their head is what houses their mind. And the Lord spoke to me. He said when those people would bring that first fruits, carrying it on their head, it was symbolic that they had made up their mind. If they had to walk around a roadblock, they made up their mind. If they had to go against Rome, they made up their mind. I wonder if there's anybody in the room today. Have you made up your mind about some things in 2023? Tell everybody around you, say, I've made up my mind. See, the head represents the mind, and when they brought their first fruits offering, they, they, they had made up their minds to remember him first. I've made up my mind about giving, serving, victory, joy, breakthrough, peace, revival, my family, my son, my daughters. I've made up my mind. I'm overcoming obstacles. I've made up my mind. No weapon formed against me shall be able to prosper. I've made up my mind. I'm moving on from defeat, and the joy of the Lord is my strength. I've made up my mind. Is there anybody here that's got a made-up mind? about 2023 I've made up my mind now listen the Romans would set up roadblocks in order to stop the Jewish people from bringing their first fruits and I want you to understand that the enemy will do everything he can to throw up roadblocks and cause you not to honor God with your first fruits he'll get on your shoulder and say all that church talks about is money all that preacher cares about is money. The devil is a liar. Y'all rarely hear me preach on money. But the reality is the only people that have a problem with it are stingy anyway. Come on, somebody. I don't just talk about money. I talk about everything. I talk about your bedroom. I talk about your attitude. I talk about, I talk about everything. Tell everybody in your neighborhood, apostle talks about it all. Yeah, some preachers don't talk about stuff I talk about because they, they're scared of you. But see, I've been preaching here 25 years. I, I ain't scared of none of y'all. Hallelujah. Uh, you, you, you see, here's the deal. So the, the enemy will throw up roadblocks and just say, you know, you really can't do that. You're not able to do that. Let somebody else do that. But you must by faith say that this year I've made up my mind. Now watch this. They would wrap that up in weed grass. And weed grass represents something that had no value. They would take those offerings and they would tie them up in weed grass. And it seemed like to me if you were going to bring an offering to the Lord, you would wrap it in the finest silk. You would wrap it in, in, in cloth that was beautiful. But no, they wrapped it up in weed grass. It didn't look like much, but it was holding it all together. See, weed grass represents something the Lord showed me that had no value. It was just weeds. But the weeds were holding it all together. And the weed grass represents our faith. It may not seem like much, but who would admit that your faith has held it all together? Somebody make a little bit of noise if your faith has held it all together. Now, the Bible says in Matthew 6, but seek first, somebody shout first, the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Seek is a word of worship. 
Seek is a word of pursuit. So in 2023, we're running. It's a year of pursuit. But the word first there, if you defined it, it means chiefly, first of all, first in rank, first in time, first in place, and first in order of importance. It's a word that means foundation. Foundation is what everything else is built on. I want to close with this. It's amazing to me that Pastor Jackie talked about alignment this morning. Because when we put God first, life comes into alignment. When we put God first, we place Him there and we keep Him there, life comes into alignment. You say, well, Apostle, I don't feel like being a part of that. I don't, I don't feel like sowing in first fruits. And honestly, I'm going to tell you why. Anybody who knows me, I'm going to love you no matter what. I just love you. But what I'm presenting you with now is an opportunity. You say, well, Apostle, I, I prefer not to do that. Here's what I know. Wise people live their lives on principle, not preference. Wise people live their lives on principle, not, 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 not preferences. You say, well, apostle, I love the Lord. I love the Lord. Can I say this to you? The, the law of loving always releases the law of giving. You don't believe it, you ought to follow me around when I'm with Don Rayleigh in the mall. Come on, somebody. There ain't nobody else in the world that's true and you know it that I would do for like I do for her. Some of y'all say, oh, that man, I've been dating him, apostle. He loves me and he won't buy you a 10-piece chicken McNugget. Let me tell you, if he loves you, he'll take you to Popeye's. Can I get a witness? I said, if, if the law of loving always releases the law of giving, always. So that's why we do first fruits. Not because it's a religious duty, but it's because we love the Lord. And I want you to understand something. First fruits is a divine principle. And when you implement a divine principle, you reap a divine reward. What is it declaring? It's declaring to our harvest that God is involved in it. I declare that as we give this year, we're gonna believe for economic dominion. I need some people who are ready for economic dominion to give God a praise right now. I find there are other scriptures that confirm this. Proverbs 3, 9, and 10, there are many, but honor the Lord with your possessions and with your first fruits of your, all your increase so that your barns may be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. That's what I want. I just want God's blessings in my life. Who wants God's blessings in your life? So... 
every year from the inception, Dawn and I have set aside our most sacrificial offering. It would be a lot to some, to some it wouldn't be a lot, but it's a lot to us. I can't stand in front of you and teach this in SB Calvary and not live it. I believe in this with all my heart. We sow our seed and God has blessed it. This year, we are going to do some significant things with our first fruits. This year, if you know anything about adoption, this year, we're going to do something significant as it relates to adoption. It cost 20 something thousand dollars. I think one of our pastors told me it cost him $23,000 to adopt his child. How crazy is it that to adopt a child, you're charged like that? But let me tell you what we're going to do. We're going to punch the devil in the nose and we're going to facilitate adoptions with the money that comes in for first fruits. We're going to take a big portion of that. How many of you ready to help me get some babies? A mother and a dad. Every year we've done the significant. But it's brought not only blessings on the church, it's brought blessings on you. So this is your chance to seek first the kingdom, Matthew 6, 33, and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. Next week, I'm going to take that offering and I'm going to wave it before the Lord, just like the priest did. And if you've never been to Sacred Sunday, it is the most amazing Sunday, I believe, of our whole year. It truly is. There is a holiness and a sacredness. Hallelujah. That comes into this room. Next Sunday morning, we're going to present our families to the Lord on Sacred Sunday. How many of you want to give your family to the Lord this year? I'm talking about even the knuckleheads in your family. How many of you want to? Okay. We're going to present our Sacred Season seed. Now, people give at all levels. We have some people who give the first day because it's first, remember. First day, I have many who give the first week. I even have a bunch of people who give the first month. Some people give beyond that. What it is, it's you saying, Lord, I'm going to put you first. It's not a religious thing that I'm doing. I'm doing it because the law of love releases the law of giving. I want you to understand how much I love you. I want you to understand how precious you are to me. And I would never take anything from you. I, that's not my heart. And you that's been with me for two and a half decades, some of y'all, you know that that's not my heart. But I believe God gave me this. I believe God gave me this, all this revelation because he said, son, if you'll position the people to put me first. I'll take care of them. 
So I want you to stand up right now. And I want you to raise up your hands. And I want you to say this in faith. Say, as I give God my best, He will bless the rest. Oh, come on and give Him praise if you believe Him. I need the people who this year, as you give, you're putting your foot down. If you're going to put your foot down this year, make a little noise in the room right now. Tell somebody next to you, say, hey, neighbor, give me about 15 seconds to give God praise. Because I'm putting my foot down this year. And the stuff that worked in the last season ain't going to work this year. I'm putting my foot down. I'm putting my foot down about my children. I'm putting my foot down about the way I think. I'm putting my foot down. I want to hear from the people who are ready to run in the vision with me in 2023. Are you ready to run? I said, are you ready to run? So here's what we've got to know. We've got to know that God honors his people when they put him first. But here's what I feel. I feel like there are people in this room today and your life is not where you want it to be. You know it. Some of you come to church and you're here and you're saying, I can't, I can't have another year like I've had. I need a shift. I need a change. There's some in this room right now. You're not where you need to be with God. Some in SB. You're not where you need to be with God. There's sin in your life. And you don't need to spend one more moment with that sin weighing you down like an anchor and holding you from the good things of the Lord. Because there is redemption and recompense and restoration in this room today. With heads bowed and eyes closed, no one looking around. NSB, Palm Coast, people around the world by live stream. If you're here today and you say, Apostle, I'm not where I need to be with God. There are things in my life that keep me alienated, separated from Him. There's things that have kept me flustered and frustrated, that have kept me from being what I need to be. And I need to repent, Apostle. I'm not right with God today. But I want 2023 to be my year that I am covered with the blood of Jesus. That sin is broken off of my life. If you're not where you need to be with the Lord, when I count to three, you'd say, pray for me, apostle. I got some things I need to put under the blood. I want want this year to be different. I, I need a new beginning. If you're not where you need to be, when I count to three, raise your hands. Ready, pray for me, apostle. One. If you're going to pray, apostle, pray for me, too. I'm not where I need to be. Remember me, three. Slip up your hand right now. Remember me. Remember me. Remember me. Hold that hand up high. Come on. I need to put some things under the blood. I need to get things right this year. There's sin in my life. I'm not not what I ought to be. Pray for me, apostle. 
I'm not ready for this year because I'm not ready in Jesus. If that's you, hold up your hand. Don't even put it back down. Hold it straight up. God's about to do something in the room. Come on, I'm going to lend you five more seconds. Five, pray for me, Apostle. Four, if that's you, slip up your hand. Three, hold it up right now. I'm not where I need to be, Apostle. Two, I need a new beginning. One, hands across the room. If you raised it up, keep it up now. If somebody next to you has their hands up, I want you to move back because I want them to come and pray with me. I want everybody who raised your hand, I'm not trying to embarrass you, but I do want to see you step out and be free. If you raised your hand and you really meant business, I want you to come to the front. Somebody next to you raised their hand uh, and maybe they're apprehensive to come. You get them by the hand and you bring them. And we're going to get restored right now. There's redemption right now. Somebody clap your hands. They're moving across the room. Come on out of the stadium seating right now. James, you take this service there at NSB. Somebody give God praise. Look at it. Look at what's happening. These people are putting the Lord first. Somebody give God a shout as people are coming. Sing it, sing it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we lift you up forever. Lift you
Hallelujah, somebody ought to give God a praise right now. What, what's your name, son, right here with the beard? What is it? Ralph, and what's your name? Joey. I'm looking at two young men right here who have come to surrender their lives to Jesus. And I'm telling you that God's got a plan for these young men. Somebody give God praise for Ralph and Joey. Come on, Christian, let's get some people behind him. Look at all these young people. Some of y'all say, Apostle, how can you preach on first fruits and see an absolute outpouring of salvation? It's because when it's anointed, God comes in and he does things just like this. So I want everybody in the room now, take your hand and place it over your heart. I need all of my staff that's free. I want you to come up here. We've got such a big altar call today. If I pay you, I want you to get behind somebody today. I need, I need guys that's been leading with me a long time. Y'all come and help me now. We've got so many. I want you to, isn't this awesome? I said, ain't it awesome? I said, isn't it awesome? Man, I, 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 want, I want to be a part of a church like this where you can have 70 people or more give their hearts to Jesus on a morning and then online. Take your hand, everybody, and put it on your heart because this is what we're giving to the Lord today. We're giving him ourselves. Slip up your other hand and everybody pray this prayer after me loud and strong. Pray, Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, please forgive me for all my sins. This year, I'm declaring that my way has not been working. But there's a better way. And there's a higher way. And that's your way. So this morning, I turn my back on my own way. And I tell you, Jesus, I choose your way. I thank you that you love me. I thank you that you have a plan for me. I thank you that you've drawn me. I give myself to you. And I declare, I declare from this day forward, I'll never be the same again. Never, never, never. Never, never, never. Never, never, never. Never, never, never. Somebody shout, never, never, never. Now give God a praise as our altar team goes toward thee. Everybody else, y'all stay right where you are. I need all of the altar workers to get in here and help me. But here's what I want you to do. I'm going to release you in just a moment. I want you to raise up your hands right now. And I want you to ask the Lord what he would have you do about first fruits, about this year, about your life, about putting him first. I want you to ask him, Lord, what do you want me to do? God's going to deal with you. God's going to speak to you this week about your first fruits. Don't forget now, Wednesday night, I'm teaching on Unlocking Heaven. And then we'll come in here Sunday. And we'll pray tomorrow, though it's MLK Day. We'll pray tomorrow. Hold up your hands. I decree and declare the blessings and favor of the Lord over your life. I declare that 2023 will be a year 
when you put your foot down. I declare that some of you that have been in battles and heartache, you've been struggling, that this year will be a year that shifts things in your life and you will experience supernatural breakthrough because you made the Lord your first choice. If you love Him, give Him praise right now. I'm going to go to the back. If you're my guest, I'd love to see you. Come on, let's pray with all these right here. I love you. God bless you. Thank you for joining us for today's message. You can continue to be part of all that God is doing here at Calvary Christian Center. You can text to give at 386-866-3060, or you can visit calvaryfl.com give. We would love for you to subscribe to our podcast and also to share this podcast with your community, your family, and your friends. You can also stay connected by following us on social media at Calvary FL and by subscribing to our YouTube channel. Again, thank you for joining us.